Today we're talking to Terry from the Northern Lights Library System headquarters in Elk Point, Alberta. This is episode five of the Track Pack Road Trip. Good morning, Terry. Good morning, Tanya. How are you? Good. I just wanted to let you know that you were the first to respond to my request to talk to all the libraries and track pack. So I wanted to thank you for that. Oh, thank you. It was it was fun and I'm kind of a keener that way and then it's one last thing I have to do later. <laughs> Can you tell us your name and the library you work at and a little bit about the town you're in? Sure, my name is Terry Hampson and I work at the Northern Lights Library System, which is here in the metropolis of the town of Elk Point, which I have lived here for six years and I just love it. I came from the city and I would never go back. I love living here and um, just enjoy my community for sure. So you must see a lot of interlibrary loans come in there because where you work, it's like the headquarters where, for all the Northern Lights libraries, so you would see all those interlibrary loans coming in. Do you have a lot of staff that work there at interlibrary loans? Uh, specifically in our bibliographic services, we do have 10 staff members there. We have three ba uh, van drivers. Mm -hmm. We have an LLL, uh, ILL clerk. Um, she is busy all day long and we all jump in and help her when needed. Um, but yes, we see totes all day long, coming and going and filling and unloading, and it is very, very busy. Yeah. So Coal Lake is part of Northern Lights Library System. And can you just let everyone know how many libraries are in Northern Lights? Yep, we have um, 47 libraries mm -hmm. that we serve, and we also have a service point in Murnham where we hire the librarian there as well. Mm -hmm. And some of those are public libraries and then school and public libraries, is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. So we have uh, quite a few school housed public libraries, which makes for fun and excitement for sure. Um, and then we have lots of standalone libraries. Our libraries are autonomous. So as much as they are under our umbrella, they do work on their, with their own board and they make their own decisions and we are happy to service and support them where needed. Mm -hmm. Well, here in Coal Lake, we love when it's van run day, which comes twice for us, Monday and Thursday, because we love to see all the new items and all the interlibrary loans coming. It's our, I just love it. Um, do you use track a lot to place holds? I do a little bit, yeah. I am um, one of the perks of working at the headquarters at the system level is that I do, um, I am able to have the books delivered right to my desk. So I'm a little oh. spoiled that way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do. I put um, Nintendo Switch games I have ordered through Track. I have uh, lots of DVDs and books. Yeah, I just wish I had more time to actually do the reading. Yes. Yeah, I get a lot of my uh, TV series through track as well. Nice. So now for some book questions. Can you tell us your all-time favorite book character? My all-time book character, I guess, would be uh, Lindsay Boxer, 
from the Women's Murder Club series by James Patterson. Have you read all 22 books in that series? Not all 22, um, but I'm over halfway there. Is this a <laughs> Again, new series? It's finding the time, but is this a new series you discovered? Um, it is for me. A new series for you discovered. Yeah, okay. new for me. It's it's been out there for a while for sure, but um, yeah, I, I have. Once I find something, I kind of just latch on and and oh, go yeah. through it when I can. So, yeah. yeah. And how did you find out about that book or that Ooh, series? I mean. I'm not sure. I just must have picked it up at the library or something and thought, oh, I'll, I'll try this one. And, and I do like series. So um, yeah. it, it appealed to me that way, I guess. And, you know, women's murder. How, how can you go wrong, really? <laughs> <laughs> so an author you would like to meet is an author that I would like to meet, too. Judy Bloom. What was the first book you read of Judy Bloom? Do you remember? And what age did you discover her? Oh, that's a good one. Probably, you know, like most young girls, and I'm gonna, you know, date myself here is, are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. That was my Probably. first one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, when you have an author like that, that kind of not really shapes your youth, but has a, you know, quite a significant impact on your youth, you kind of just stick with that through, through the, the years. So yes, Judy Bloom, for sure. Yeah, I remember discovering her first, and then Beverly clearly, and I read all their books. <laughs> mm, yes, yep, absolutely. And you'll be happy to know Judy Bloom still goes out all the time in Coal Lake. Oh, excellent, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> and I like, I like a book like that that's been out for a while that you can see all the different covers throughout the years. It's interesting mm -hmm. to see, yeah. Yes, for certain. So what is something memorable that's happened in your library at headquarters that you can share with us? Um, well, we, we do try to be involved in, in our local communities as much mm -hmm. as possible. Um, and also our library community, communities when um, we're invited for sure. Uh, we love to participate in the local parade here and everybody loves the bear suits. So whether they go out to libraries and other libraries use the, the mascot suits or we, we put them on and, and we do them here, everybody seems to go nuts over them. So it's pretty fun to see everybody's faces light up when we're walking down the street with our Northern Lights shirt on the bear mascot. So Is he a polar fun. bear? Um, we will alternate the last parade we went in, we used the polar bear. The one before that, we used the black bear. So, yeah. Do they have names? Um, I believe the polar bear is Aurora. Am I correct? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that and sounds right. And I'm not, I'm not sure about the black bear. Okay. And can other libraries in Northern Lights borrow him for their parades? Yep, absolutely. It's one of our um, kits, I guess, for lack of better words, that yes, any of the libraries can rent them out for sure. Oh, that's good to know. Um, do you tend to buy books? And if so, what's the last book you bought? I don't tend to buy a lot of books. Um, but the last one, mm, gosh, and it was a long time ago, I think it was Strangers Among Us, but I'm not 100% sure because I don't, again, buy a lot of books. Mm -hmm. 
I love going to used bookstores, thrift stores, looking for books. It's a fun pastime. Yeah, that's usually when you, you do find the little treasures there. And I like to see how um, used they are, right? Like, I don't know. It's, it's great to have a perfectly new, crisp book that you can break in the pages. But it's also nice when you have a more used book so that you can see, you know, you just, I wonder what the story was with the person reading the book and you know all the different people that may have picked it up and, and enjoyed it so there's always that history too when you look at uh, i guess some tattered and worn pages yes as a child i was attracted to those books like the garfield books or the ones that were really used i wanted those ones i wanted to be one of those people that handled that book <laughs> yeah isn't so, that the truth right yeah so this strangers yeah. among us what genre would that be? It sounds like, is that a mystery or thriller or? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Are those your kind of the genres you like to go to? Yeah, I like suspense, but probably my all time favorite is biographies. I love oh, me reading too. biographies. Me too. Um, you know, you always have to take them with a grain of salt because they're probably not forever true. But um, mm -hmm. yes, I, and I started that fairly young, like, one of my first biographies was Francis Farmer and not probably the, the normal one that you would pick up as a, as a younger person, but yeah, it, I, I like it. I know I like Betty Davis and, you know, those kind of the older kind of characters and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, but there isn't a biography. I don't think I wouldn't read. Oh, that's interesting. So many more people are coming out now with autobiographies and biographies. Just yeah, for sure. You know, but again, I would hazard to go to the older generation biographies first before, mm -hmm. you know, reading uh, somebody who's current pop or, or something like that, right? Like I, I would, I like to read the experiences and the, the stories and when you're only maybe, you know, in your early twenties, you haven't really lived a lot of experiences yet so you know reading the Clint Eastwood book or the Betty Davis one is like oh wow life was so different back then and, yeah and it, it's a connection that maybe you wouldn't necessarily get or understand nowadays mm -hmm. uh, do you have any heartwarming stories or tidbits from your library that happened when we had to close down for COVID yeah, I, I think probably one of our um, main things is that we are tasked with supplying masks, masks for our library communities. So we were um, given just under 80,000 masks from the government of Alberta to distribute through our region. Mm -hmm. So that the uptake on those masks has been very good within our region. Um, I know some of the bigger libraries are, are going through them a little bit faster than our little ones, but it's just, it's nice to be able to provide that service and know that our communities have that choice and that option that they can get masks if they need, especially for those communities that maybe don't have the Tim Hortons or the McDonald's that they can drive through and, and get there. So that's one thing I'm, I'm pretty proud that our, our entire system has been able to uh, jump in and get on board and get those out. Well, the ones that you have sent to us in Coal Lake, we fill up this basket and within a day or two, they're all gone. So they're very, very popular here. 
Yeah, and I think we we send you like a thousand at a time, so you may have to look and readjust that number. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think you're really lucky to get you that you get to work at headquarters. Um, I've been there to go to the meetings and conferences. Um, but when I also have visited Elk Point, I went to the local library in Elk Point. Um, I know there's, I've been there to find the geocache and look at the murals and to sign out materials. The librarian there is really nice too. Is she still there? Yep, she sure is. And the library really, I think like most communities is a real hub in your town. Um, it's that all-inclusive safe place that anybody can go and really libraries are so progressive you know they've got the computers they've got books they've got the information they've got community links so they're really more um, way more than than books and um, it's really nice that we are fortunate to have that hub in our community for sure yeah I like whenever you go into a library with your track card I find that the librarians, everyone there treats you like it's your home library. They're like, welcome, sign up, whatever you like. <laughs> you know, it just feels like you have yes, a exactly. bunch of home libraries, not just one. Everyone's yeah, exactly. Yeah. And just having that access to that, so many more titles and books and, and options is great being part of the, the track consortium for sure. And that you can return them at your home library. Yeah, absolutely. So one of your earliest library memories you said was from Drayton Valley? <laughs> yes, so I grew up, I grew, well, I did grade one to seven in Drayton Valley uh -huh. and um, El Dorado Elementary and Mrs. Brown. There was no mistake, I will never forget Mrs. Brown. She was a pretty strict librarian um, and we probably were, you know, played a few pranks on the, on the poor lady, but, um, you know she did all instill everybody's love for for books and and for treating the library as kind of like a sanctuary and yes so i will always remember mrs brown very fondly ah uh, i wonder i wonder if she's still around or still there you know well you know i i was thinking about that when i was writing out the answers to this questionnaire i would hope that she is but i don't think she is she okay. seemed very elderly then so I don't know <laughs> but you know when you're six and seven you think everybody's old so <laughs> so you've been listening to a lot of audiobooks lately when do you like to listen to audiobooks yes I find myself traveling a bit more and always seem to be in my vehicle and um honestly radio stations are just not cutting it for me anymore no. so I just dive into a book but I find I have to pay a little bit more attention because I get so into listening to the book on tape that I was like oh wow I'm here already that's very unfortunate so then <laughs> now I start leaving 10-15 minutes early so I can sit in the parking lot and get 10 more minutes of listening to my book so <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm defeating the purpose or, or making it better but yes I, I do like it. And and again, I, I listen to, you know, suspense or, you know, the drama kind of things. Um, mm -hmm. So, yes, I, I often will sit because I need to find out what's going to happen at the end of the chapter before I turn the car off. So, yeah, if, if you see me just sitting randomly in my vehicle, that's probably what's happening. <laughs> is, is the narration really important to you, the voice, the person's voice? 
Yes, absolutely. And I didn't think it totally would be, but I've put on one and I'm like, yep, that's not happening, which is too bad because then I have to go and get the book and actually find time to read it. Um, but yeah, I, I do tend to have um, particular um, likings to, to certain tones and that for sure. Mm -hmm. When you've been traveling around, have you visited other libraries either to borrow or just to look? Um, I haven't as much as I'd like, mm -hmm. but I do believe that that is on the horizon for me to do. So um, in my previous position at Northern Lights, I, there was not really um, the availability or need, but now um, with some shifting around, that is definitely an interest that I would like to go see. Um, I do follow them through Facebook and, and through their websites and, mm. and um, their submissions that way. And it's, it's nice to see some of the things that each library is doing or, or coming up with. Like, it's so creative. And I appreciate that because I'm definitely not built that way. But I can appreciate the energy and the time and, and all the thought that goes into all the programming and the different ideas. Yeah, for sure. Do you have a favorite snack or drink that you eat when you're reading? Uh, Doritos and Dr. Pepper, the double B's, that's what I call them. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a morning reader or a night reader? Or any uh, um, Well, usually when I can get, but if I had the choice, it would be evening for sure. Evening. Yeah. 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 It's that wind down time, but then if I'm reading something very suspenseful, then I usually don't get a lot of sleep because I'm figuring it out during the evening. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, thanks for talking with us today. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. This has been fun, and this is my first podcast, and, and I thank you for, for uh, allowing me to, to join you today. Oh, well, I look forward to when we can all come back to Northern Lights. <laughs> for meetings and conferences. Yeah, absolutely, I, I do as well. But I do enjoy meeting everyone in our Zoom chats. Yeah, I do as well, but you know, you can get Zoom fatigue for sure, but um, it will be nice and we will appreciate when we can meet back in person as well, I think. We'll, we'll have a greater appreciation for it all. Mm -hmm. Okay, thanks Terry. have a good day. Okay, you too, thanks Tanya. Bye.